You know what's so interesting about men love bombing you? Is that usually what follows after the love bombing is the lowballing, where at first you are met with all these compliments of how amazing you are and how they've never met anybody as unique as you <clears throat> and how XYZ about your face is so hot and how they had this naughty dream about you and wow, I just need to lock you down because where am I going to find a woman like you again? And then you're hearing all of this and this guy is even like, coming through with gifts he's talking about shit he wants to do with you in the future it's feeling like oh yeah he does he does think I'm amazing and I can tell that he's so overwhelmed by how incredible I am and then you now allow him to become your boyfriend and he's dating you and you've got a thing going on and you notice that that effort has declined and He's not as enthusiastically expressive as he was in the beginning when he was trying to get your attention and you realise that he was just gassing you up to, <laughs> to disarm you, only to start pulling away and giving you less and less the more and more you give him your attention and you express interest back in him. And this is why... I think a lot of women are scared of being with men who have some sort of power, whether it's power in his career, power financially, or just like he's just a really popular, well-known, maybe he's a celebrity. Like there's this fear that like, oh my God, he's going to like, he's going to abuse me. He's going to take away my power and he's just going to control me. And it's like, well, yeah, the chances of that happening exist as with every guy, to be honest. Um, you won't know until you actually engage with that guy and you can pick up on your own observations. But I do feel like most men, whether they have the means to properly love bomb you or not, are still doing the most they can to just like get you comfortable enough to be more open to the idea of sleeping with them. And that's bare annoying, I know. I know. It's it's a feeling that, like, once you clock is happening, you're like, oh, here we go. Like, yeah. I guess I've given him too much and now he's starting to see me as annoying for wanting to hang out. <laughs> it now feels like, you know, I don't hear from him as often as I used to. Like, he's not sustaining the energy that he used in order to sleep with you um and that low effort has come from what he has decided is your worth and that that's not an easy thing to to accept upon realization because you start to look back on the love bombing and the gassing you up and you start to feel like a fucking idiot because you're like but when you was doing all these things, it, I genuinely observed sincerity in your act. Like, it's happened to me before. And this is why I'm big on when it feels weird, walk away. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's happened to me before where, you know, you're experiencing that love bombing from a guy. Maybe it's that he's 
what scenario was this I was in? This particular guy, so his method of love bombing me was uh, loads of... Now, to preface this, yeah, when we were going on these dinners, we were having such a lovely time. Like, it genuinely felt like each dinner we went on, I learned a new thing about him that I found funny or exciting or interesting. And we we were just kind of like, you know, you know, do you remember that? Uh... Do you remember when Angelina Jolie was dating that man? I don't remember his name, but it's the guy she dated before Brad Pitt and he was like much older than her. And there's this like video that never stops being circulated on the internet, on especially Tumblr days of her like lips in his face off on the red carpet. And then the guy said that, yeah, we fucked on the way here. <laughs> like, you know, that sort of energy of when you're like really all over each other, you're both like an obviously hot couple. And like, <laughs> me and this particular guy that I was going on these like dinners with, I'm talking about like, he was, ve- I found him very attractive. I'm saying he was very, like any other, any other woman that saw him would genuinely be like, he is cute. Like he was attractive. And the two of us, cause we were both attractive. Like we were both very, oh, it's very like. UTDs just get a room, but we weren't doing anything. We weren't doing anything necessarily in public, but there was just always very tingly, fun sexual tension between us. So when we would go on these dinners together that he would take me on, like it didn't feel like, ooh, stay, you're going on a stale dinner and all he's doing is spending his money on you and you're not getting to know the real him because dinners aren't real environments to get to know someone because because when you go on a walk instead you won't be distracted by anything but when you're on a dinner then there's, there's distractions like the dinners were amazing his energy was amazing the reason why I would say it was love bombing is because <laughs> please tell me why I want to say that that bender with him was like two three weeks please tell me why i find out that he is not done with his ex and it's not like this was a shock horror surprise to me because i want to say towards the end of this this two three week bender of us being all over each other he would occasionally tell me that i reminded him of his ex and that shit would irritate me so much because number one no I don't remind you of your ex I don't remind you of any the only person I'd be getting told frequently that I remind people of is Scissor and I'm okay with that because Scissor's fine as hell and I get it we we have a similar facial structure and we similar style fine but telling me I remind you of your ex. No, I don't. I don't care what... I, no, I don't. <laughs> Unless she's a strong woman like me. And she's fucking fine as hell. And she's funny. And and her tits have an amazing personality. And her ass has got great jokes. <laughs> How? But anyway, jokes aside. Of course, sometimes you can meet a guy in a point in his life where he has parted ways with a woman that he was much more attached to for a longer period of time. It could be that he was married to that woman or he was with her for a few years and you are the rebound. 
Okay? You are the rebound. No matter how unique or fun or exciting you are, you're still the rebound because the timing that you've met him and the traits you have just so happen to be similar to that of the woman that he dated. And of course, it's not a coincidence that you are similar to that woman. He's drawn to you because there's a comfort he's looking for that he misses elsewhere. But two things can be true at once. Because round here on this podcast, we embrace duality. So, yes, you remind him of his ex. You're similar to his ex. And at the same time, you're still a unique being. And he's drawn to other things about you that are different from his ex that make you who you are. So with this guy, things started to go awry when... After all the fun love bombing dinners and dates he would take me on. I'm talking dates where I was dressing. Like, it was so fun. Okay. But things can be fun until they're not. And it's okay to acknowledge what was fun when it was fun. And it's also okay to acknowledge that things are not where they used to be. And you have parted ways and that is okay. But I can fondly look at my decisions I made in the past. And be happy with certain elements of it. Like in this case, with this particular guy. I would not go back. But... For what it was, it was fun while it lasted. That love bombing of taking me out, lovely dinners, us having the best like chemistry, X, Y, Z, and then him repeatedly telling me that I reminded him of his ex. That was really great at me. And so, you know, the a relationship, it wasn't even a relationship, but the um the funsies eventually fizzled out. And yeah, I wanna say maybe like Six, seven months later, he got back in contact with me because he wanted to clear his guilt. It wasn't even like, oh, I'm apologising with you and I'm also here to make amends and hopefully my reparations will be enough. No, it was saying to me that he doesn't think it was fair that he pulled me into a situation where he wasn't entirely ready to get back into dating but of course he still did anyway because he wanted to get his dick wet and he wanted to look at my tits and I'm a very attractive person so of course he was enamored as he should be but (laughs) for me it's interesting how a guy can go from like love bombing you and making you feel like you're you know the only woman that he's attracted to and you're his type to a T and then when he's gotten what he wanted from you and you start to present as more insecure and needing more he starts to develop the ick and starts lowballing you and you're left feeling like did I make all that up in my head Did I make it up when this guy was out here doing the most to get me to date him? This guy was very, very keen on chasing me. And he, like, he... he (laughs) I really chopped his money. I didn't even chop that much. I could have chopped more. But I did really chop his money. And I enjoyed every moment of it. Would I do it again? No. No. As attractive as he is, no. He's a, he's an objectively good-looking man. I'm not going to take that away from him. You can be a fucking shitty person, but if you're hot, you're hot in it. But will I go there again? No, because I have experience in 
walking away from hot guys because I'm not necessarily swayed by my eyes. Like, I can acknowledge that a guy is very fine and I can also still accept that the fineness will not suffice for what I need from a man at this stage in my life. And it just very much feels like for a lot of women who find themselves in a situation where a guy has managed to kind of like love bomb them into what is now a four-year relationship, but they've spent like three years of that relationship just kind of coasting and not really feeling entirely satisfied. <clears throat> and almost looking back at when they first got with that guy and feeling a little resentful, feeling like, why have you stopped? But then also not feeling comfortable enough to leave. And that's where you got a lot of like deciding for yourself to do. Because when the love is no longer being served, what's the quote from Nina Simone? When when the love is no longer, is it Nina Simone? Is it Maya Angelou? Oh my God, guys, I'm so sorry if I get this wrong. But the quote is, when the love is no longer being served, you leave the table. You leave the table. And that quote is timeless as hell because no matter how long you've been sat at that table, you can still leave. Yes, people might look at you and be like, oh, you're leaving early. That's fine. And you could tell them, well, I'm leaving early because the love is no longer being served. <laughs> and if they've got a problem with that, that's their problem. But don't fucking have it. Because, yeah, this is what people be doing. And you know what's interesting, yeah? There's a lot of parallels between guys who want to court you that love bomb you only to love to only to lowball you later and business relationships with people where they come at you and tell you how amazing you are. We want to work with you because you're so amazing and you are so good at this thing that you have been honing for years and we want to book you, but we only have 200 pounds to give you. So you spent all this time acknowledging how amazing I am. So you know what my worth is. But you want to lowball me. Because you're hoping that I don't know my worth enough to ask you for more. Even though you've just spent the past 10 lines of this email. Or the past 10 minutes of this meeting. Telling me about how amazing I am. So if I'm so amazing, why can't you add another zero to that? Hmm? <laughs> or if I'm so amazing, why don't you want to commit to me? If I'm so amazing, why does the idea of me wanting more from you a turn off? Because hmm? why I think there's a parallel between men approaching you to love bomb you into letting them touch your pussy and business people approaching you to essentially love bomb you into like making them money but you're not making enough money from making them money. It's about people just kind of wanting to get what they can get from you. And you as an adult or as the business owner have a responsibility to advocate for yourself. That's your bit because people are going to do what they know they can get away with. And it's not personal. It's actually not even personal when business people come at you and they lowball you because their interests is to keep as much of their money while still 
being able to extrapolate worth from you that will return on the investment tenfold for them. But they're not willing to pay you what you're worth unless you really ask for it. And if they feel like you are worth what you've doubled down on asking for. And sometimes, yes, they will give you what you've decided that you're worth. But sometimes they won't. And <laughs> the times when they will won't come from you just waiting for them to like come and give you exactly what you're worth. It comes from you deciding, no, I'm not going to have that. But here's what I will accept. You have to stand up for yourself. So similarly, if you're dating men, you have to be standing up for yourself. You have to. You can't be a pushover. And if you're a pushover, then I don't know if dating men is something that you should be doing right now. I'm not saying that means you don't deserve love. I'm not saying that means that you shouldn't engage with a guy who's flirting with you. What I am saying is that if you are likely to be easily coerced into doing stuff for men's pleasure and gain or if you find yourself having serious FOMO at the idea of having some boundaries and standards then yeah maybe all roads are still leading back to you just going on a journey of solitude for a small while in the grand scheme of your life this is probably like one minute equivalent like a year spent in solitude is probably like a minute's worth of fun being missed out on and it's not even like you're missing out on anything this is the worst part you out here feeling like you're missing out but it's because the people who are in relationships, especially with Instagram, they know how to make their relationships look more loving and romantic than it is. Because in the age of the influencer, being visibly loved by a man and having content about that to post can bring you capital. Like, if you're in a relationship with someone and the relationship is literally aesthetically pleasing... Like, that can result in revenue for you in some way. Like, you can, you and your man can become content for the internet. And you people can be doing, put a, thing, put a finger up if, and who's more likely to. And all this, just turning your relationship into content. Like, if that works for you and it brings you money, then it brings you money, innit? But there are people who, because it's their business, they might not even be happy in that relationship. They might, listen, I've heard through the grapevine... I'm not going to say the person's name, but I've heard through the grapevine that somebody who, like, their main internet social media presence is about them being in this, like, loving relationship and, like, most of their, their basically their whole brand is being loved by a man, right? This particular person, on Valentine's Day, they bought their self flowers and added a note with her partner's name on it so that she could post something that shows that on Valentine's Day she got something. Like, people be tolerating shit from men so that they can just stay in a relationship that looks nice for Instagram. Like, you're staying with a man that is literally lowballing you and is not doing anything for you, but it brings you likes... And people envy you. Some people, they just love being envied by people. And this is why I always say, don't envy what you don't understand. There's a lot of people that are putting out a perception of their relationship that is intentionally designed 
for other people to aspire to that because that aspiration can be monetized and when you really start to keep this in mind when you're looking at an influencer who you know appears to be in a loving relationship it makes you feel less compelled to want to just accept shit just so that you can take part in it and I'm not saying that every single influencer who publicizes their romantic life is living a fake life rather what I'm saying is that for the most part shit ain't shit ain't as it seems man and it, and it's rarely ever worth it. Like, you could be dating, in my case, like in my case, where I was dating a very good-looking young man, and we were going on lovely dinners together. And if I... Listen, if I wanted to IG that relationship, yeah, I'm not even going to call it a relationship. If I wanted to IG that circus, <laughs> if I wanted to IG that three-week bender that I was on with this guy, like... <laughs> I now be getting so many likes and so many, like... Oh, he's cute. Where did you get him from? Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Oh my god, I would like to see I would like to see it. <laughs> oh wow. And then I start making contact with him like, "Come, let's do this. Come. Come, let's do this viral dance together and let's let's kiss at the end and let's and can I can you just um close the main door and open it again with those flowers so that I can get a video of you bringing me flowers every morning so I can compile it into like a TikTok?" where I can show people that you get me flowers every morning. <laughs> I could have done that, but you know what? Now in hindsight, I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't post you. Oh, it's the same feeling as thank God I didn't tell you this thing that was so personal to me. It's like, you know, when you used to be friends with someone and there was a point in that friendship where you were really considering opening up to them about something really personal um, and sensitive to you. And then you stop being friends with them and you're like, oh my God, thank God I never told you that shit because you got a big mouth. <laughs> it's similar to, similar to what I've done with a guy. I'm like, oh my goodness, thank God I never posted you. Oh, how embarrassing. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but I can't imagine I post a guy. Yeah. And I'm posting him during like the period of the bender where things are going really well and I'm like smitten and we're, we're doing all the things. And, you know, I'm posting it from a place of like, yeah, this is my, this is my boo, everyone. <laughs> the idea that makes me feel so cringe. Listen, there's men that have been in my life for time. And these men are my actual, like, they will ride out and I will ride out for them too. I'm not posting, I'm not posting them. The reason why, part of why I'm not posting them as well is because, like, when you be posting your man or when you be posting people that matter to you, including your family, and again, this is all case sensitive because you do what feels right for you. But generally speaking, especially when it comes to the context of evil eye and bad mind people and jobless people on the internet who like to make up conspiracy theories and fan fiction about your life. Then people there, when you be posting your personal peoples on the internet and they start to put pieces together, like next thing you know, they're creating fodder on the internet to use to try and drive you away from that person or like the internet shit starts to interfere with your relationship like I'm sure there's people who are in their TikTok and Instagram real relationships where like they be arguing because 
I don't know, like someone left a comment on the reel that they made together and the comment is like some girl that he dated in high school or something and she says something shady and now there's like doubt in the relationship because of some person's comment from the reel that you lot made to get engagement. <laughs> like, there's, I'm glad. I'm so glad that these guys I'll be talking about in anecdote form on this podcast, nobody can nobody can identify what they look like. Unless you know me personally and you happened to be there when I was going through my saga with that guy, you don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know who I'm talking about. And I love that for me. I, I love that for me. And it's going to stay that way because I'm telling you now, if you see me posted up with a man and I'm claiming him in public, then just know that he's he's doing all the things that I need. Like he's a keeper. He's 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 a G. I'm happy to be seen with him. He's throwing it down. Yeah? He's I'm happy. <laughs> that I probably still wouldn't be publicizing him like that, you know. You might just you might just see a picture of us together somewhere, but I'm really not trying to make my whole personality about being loved by a man because that to me is just kind of, I don't know, it's somehow, it's somehow, but I get I get why people um, feel the need to share their joy because some people have never been loved in that way before. And this is why men love bomb you to lowball you because some of them, they know that you've never been loved by that, loved like that before. So they know that they can... Like, they can afford to do small things that are not as much effort for them, but it will be read into heavily by you. And you'll be so excited about it that you'll be posting and telling everybody, look how amazing my man is. Oh, he didn't have to. Oh, every morning he gets me my oat milk. Or, oh, every morning he um kisses my forehead and tells me free affirmations about myself. You don't know. After that morning at 3 p.m., he was fingering somebody. That wasn't you. Like... Guys are real. This is not to like, ooh, instill doubt in your mind. If you're in a, listen, if you are in a happy relationship that you happen to have been posting about and you know between yourself and that man that you are secure and there is a mutual trust between you, you don't need to even consider anything I'm talking about. I am talking about cases where there is not an honesty from that man and he's using you to get followers or he's using you to get other women because women are usually attracted to men who present the qualities of a guy who can like be strong and own his emotions and take care of a woman. That's why married men are in high demand because the idea that somebody chose to marry you must mean that you're doing something right. That's how people see it. Or men who are holding babies, whether he's a father to a baby or he's just holding that baby because on the dating app, it looks good for him to hold a baby because he's appealing to the women that want to have babies. And he's like, look, see, not scared of babies. Woo, daddy, baby. Like, they're doing all of that so they can get pussy. Like, you don't know. You don't know. When you're here posting him and you're posting about, oh, he did this for me. Chai, hey, yeah, wow, so romantic. Oh, my God, I really won. The other women are seeing that and they're like... <coughs> they're thinking, mm, your man just DM'd me, though. And now I really want to reply to his DM because as the woman that's received that DM from the guy who's being publicised as somebody's amazing boyfriend... There's something hot. There's something like hot and sneaky about 
him having all that and still coming to me. And then it becomes this weird cycle of like women just accepting bullshit from men because it feels like a compliment for them to be cheating on their girl with you. But the guy that is cheating on his girl with you, like, is he making this cheating worth it? Like, has he invested in you? Because I'm not going to lie, when this shit hits the fan, yeah, and they come to come out and tear your singlet, was it worth it? <laughs> Did he do anything tangible for you? So that you could look back on this and when it starts to blow up, you can at least point at what you can look, something that you got from it. Something. He did something for you. Something useful, bro. Because men are just a fucking case. And yeah, that's that's how I feel about posting men. And I'm just, yeah, I'd be glad that I didn't post none of you niggas. Like, none of you niggas, is, you lot are all staying in the drafts. <laughs> until until I see behavior that motivates me to do otherwise I ain't posting none of you niggas none of you the only, the only person that needs to know about you is me and this pussy if I like you like that but I ain't post skin skin <laughs> like the stakes is too high don't the embarrassment is much. Like, there's women who their shit be coming up on my Explore feed, yeah. And for some reason, the algorithm will choose the picture. You know how Instagram's algorithm is mad invasive these days where, like, it will randomly put a picture on your page of, like, some person who you don't even follow and it just gives you the option to follow them. But it's like, I don't need to see this. Well, sometimes, sometimes I get a... Uh, random invasive feed on my post of some woman and, and it's her and her boyfriend and like it's one of these couple goals type pictures and I'm like oh my god girl if you don't stop lugging this man around everywhere girl please I'm begging you <laughs> is he really is he really deserving of all of this clout you're giving him because if he truly is deserving okay let's say best case scenario he's really deserving like he's actually devoted he even though he's really 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 good looking he has money he's popular you know like he's a big catch and other women would be happy to catch him like even then he's so he's so faithful and nothing nothing to see here no doubt whatsoever fam if you like post his passport picture I'll be posting away keep doing your thing but mm, I don't know about that because you don't listen men are very selfish people you know men be out here using women that they're dating in order to get more women that's why I personally even feel weird about letting a guy even claim that I'm his girlfriend come on will you move don't believe please let it be known on record hear he hear he if any man tells you I'm his ex, it's a lie. To f what? Which ex? I don't have any boyfriend. None of you niggas is my boyfriend or ex-boyfriend. I don't have any ex-boyfriend, though. Don't believe any of these men if they tell you that I am their ex. You heard it here, please. Because men be lying. Men be lying on their dick. Men will exaggerate one one mistake you made and turned that into yeah we dated yeah we used to talk no we didn't used to talk i used to reply to your text messages no no we never dated i i let i let you lick my tit or whatever one time 
because I was bored. But that was one time. We didn't have a thing. We didn't date. I don't know you like that. I'm not your ex. And when you start to really deep just how fucked this whole patriarchy is and how men continue to use women in order for them to get even more women, you start to really observe the place that you are in in certain men's lives. And you need to be asking yourself, like, what does me being in this life, in this man's life, do for this guy? Because it could be best case scenario where <clears throat> he really values the friendship he has with you and he's actually respectful and you feel safe, you trust this guy, you can see that he's someone that will look out for you. That's fine if that's your answer. But if that's not your answer, and this is a guy who you've been posting left, right and centre, you need to ask yourself why you're posting him because is it that you want to prove to people that you've, you're, you're loved? Is it that you want to get back at someone who maybe made you, believe, made you believe that no one's going to choose you? Is it that in you repetitively posting this imagery that gives people the, people the impression that you're in a loving relationship, then maybe you will start to hopefully one day believe your own lie because maybe you're lying to yourself that you're worth it but you don't believe you're worth it and that's why you're in a position where you feel like you have to prove it (laughs) these are all questions to explore the answers of these aren't questions aimed to make you suddenly look at those around you and leave all of them and be like yeah none of you are good for me fuck all of you no these are questions to just inspire and encourage you to observe the choices that you're making with a lens of is this good for me and does this person recognize the value of the access that I've allowed them to have in my life because if you're just allowing men to freeload and lowball you and take stuff from you that they wouldn't allow you to take from them then you really need to now start to ask yourself if you're just a well for men to just take from and is that going to be it for you? You're just somebody that just, yeah. I'm, ma- I'm made of light. This is another one I hear. I'm made, I'm made of light and I'm an eternal source of love. Therefore, Men can come and carry and go and collect as they please because my love is infinite. These fam, this is how we gaslight ourselves into accepting bullshit. Like, yes, your love is infinite. Yes, you are an eternal source of love. But just because your love is infinite and eternal doesn't mean that everybody deserves it. Because you're not an eternal dickhead. (laughs) Or are you? (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha